the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. It is nice to be with you on a Wednesday, a pre-holiday Wednesday. Everybody, I think, is looking forward to the Thanksgiving holiday, and most people have Friday off. I do not have it off totally. I have it off here, so the Bruce Woolley Show will not be airing on Friday, but I will be uh, working that night doing something I like, covering a high school football game, a playoff game at London High School. Looking forward to that. Uh, I hope you guys have big plans for the weekend, and it'll be interesting to see what all happens over this holiday weekend because it's my impression that the uh, Biden administration likes to do things that it does not want people to notice when we're engaged doing other things. I don't know what that could be. Uh, maybe another agenda item to uh, advantage the LGBTQ community or give away money we can't afford to spend with student loan forgiveness or pausing student loans. We'll have details on that today. As the Bruce Hooley Show unfolds, of course, Thanksgiving week is the Ohio State-Michigan game on Saturday. A lot of people set their clocks by that. I used to. I don't anymore. Nothing wrong with people who do. Just saying it doesn't hold the fascination for me that it used to. have uh, a little Ohio State news in another sport that's uh, strange and curious. A hockey player using a racial slur. It's alleged it was kind of soft-pedaled by Ohio State for a while. By the Big Ten for a while, and neither Ohio State nor the Big Ten is really into ever missing an opportunity to uh, pontificate about how diverse, equitable, and inclusive they are. Uh, I occasionally take in an Ohio State basketball game, either in person or on the radio. Uh, the athletic director at Ohio State, Gene Smith, uh, there's a commercial that runs at the end of every single Ohio State basketball game about it's it's a it it is. It is as if Gene Smith has stolen a script from Kamala Harris's nonsensical book of idiocy and recited it himself about the importance of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and blah, 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 It makes no sense at all. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. It's a big word salad of nothing. And so I can't, I was like, what's going on at Ohio State? They have a chance to dunk on somebody who's perceived to be racist, and they're missing it. And now they have uh, jumped in with, not really with both feet, because that would have been an initial move by them, but we'll get to all that. But first, uh, horrific news last night out of Virginia, a Walmart store manager um, wigged out. I mean, just wigged out. And uh, shot a bunch of people who work at the store. Uh, they do not know yet if they were store employees or others, but we've got multiple people dead, and the shooter is dead. 
Not clear if he killed himself or if he was neutralized by others. Second mass shooting in a week. I don't know how the left's going to use this one. At this point in time, it is not glaringly apparent that this Virginia mass shooting can be co-opted to blame anyone who is in conservative media, a Republican who's an office holder or someone. Maybe this will land on Glenn Youngkin or maybe on Winsome Sears or maybe on their uh, Hispanic state attorney general. Give them time. Usually they don't need time. They haven't taken much time with the Colorado gay nightclub shooter to lecture all of us about how, you see, you people who are against drag shows and kids being sexualized by their teachers in elementary schools, you see, you made this guy in Colorado go into a nightclub and shoot people. It's all our fault. Except... Waiting for some perspective would have blown the opportunity for the left to smear all of their enemies with unsubstantiated motivation of this shooter. Because now it comes out in court filings for the shooter by his public defenders that the shooter considers themselves non-binary. Was the shooter a man? Well, I would say yes, but... I don't know. Maybe I'm being hateful and intolerant by saying that the shooter is a man. He has a man's genitalia. But since we have to honor the mental illness of people who do not agree that they are how they were born to be. Then we have to, I guess, refer to this shooter as non-binary, which means not man and not woman. So what does that mean? He's Bigfoot or something? No, I don't know. But he's non-binary. And he goes by they, them pronouns. Well, this is an inconvenient truth. (laughs) If this shooter is in fact a member of the community that he targeted by going to the LGBTQ nightclub, well, I guess... We could hold our breath waiting on an apology from people who seized upon this right off the top to blame the shooting on those of us who, well, I don't know, prioritize biblical morality in our lives, who think that um, the LGBTQ RSTUV alphabet mafia agenda is damaging to children. See, this is how they get their way. They count on their opponents being afraid to say that what they are doing is not appropriate to be exposed to children. That's the objection, okay? You're an adult. You want to engage in immorality. You want to engage in perversity. I would prefer you did not because... My genuine concern for my fellow man compels me to say that it is damaging behavior for you because I firmly believe that God has placed his truth in every human heart and every man or woman born into this world is built with an innate longing to please the God who created them, the infallible, perfect God who created them, hence that God 
by definition, as infallible and perfect, could not make a mistake in the sex that they were born. God did not get it wrong. There's one word that is not in God's vocabulary, and it is oops. It is not in God's vocabulary. Sorry, it isn't. Okay, so there are no mistakes in how you were born. But the left, anytime they can, is going to jump right in with both feet and blame everything that it wants to get done. It's going to blame opponents of that agenda and demonize them for things that they have, in actuality, no role in. So here's a, as Bill O'Reilly used to say, a loon or a loon bag named Brandy Zadrozny on NBC News. Give a listen. We've also seen, and and there was a lot of conversation about this, um, the Denver Post covered it, about drag shows being targeted. What is going on with that? Yeah, because they targeted drag shows a lot, and in part because um, Drag Time Story Hour, where a drag queen would come, it was a ubiquitous in libraries all over the country had it. A drag queen would come read a story. It was fun. The kids loved it. Oh, yeah. um, and then also some sort of um, friendly, friendly drag shows. It would mm. be on a Sunday brunch. You could bring the kids. They'd see a show. And the far-right conservatives left on this, and they put it together with, frankly, the QAnon narrative that's been out. Oh. And it was they're out to get your children. The demonization, dehumanization, and moral panic around children in our community somehow being threatened by LGBTQ teachers, librarians, performers, that is the thread that's going through. And when you demonize someone to that extent and you make them feel like an existential threat to you and your children, it's no wonder, again, that we get this kind of violence. When you demonize people and make them feel like they're an existential threat, you mean like telling those who don't believe in climate nonsense that we're an existential threat? You mean like people who want to uphold the Constitution being an existential threat to democracy? Democracy, democracy, democracy. So again, they're always doing what they accuse you of doing. Uh, funny, I've heard the left say that these drag shows are not proliferating in society, Brandy Zadrozny, she's an authority on it, says they're happening all over the country. Well, are they happening all over the country or are they never happening? They're fun. Kids love it. I've seen the kids at these drag shows. They look confused or horrified. I have a question. If they say the kids are not essential to this, that this is like who people are and they want to just get up and perform then why can't they just get up and perform for other adults who are into it? Why do they have to bring the kids? What's the purpose of having the kids there? If you're fulfilled by dressing up in what is the modern equivalent of blackface, a man dressed as a woman impersonating a woman, if that is the thrill, if that is the thing that fulfills them, why do the kids have to be there? Why do the kids have to be there? Nobody's saying you can't do a drag show. They're saying you can't do a drag show with kids. Why do the kids have to be there? Because it's sexually fulfilling or psychologically fulfilling to the people doing the drag show. If it wasn't, they wouldn't insist that the kids be there, right? If you listen closely, you can hear the Colorado gay nightclub shooting. (laughs) being sucked down the memory hole. 
That's where it's going. Other stories that were sucked right down the memory hole, big deals when they happen. Not such a big deal after we found out that, oh, that would have been a fun narrative for the mainstream media to push, but no, let's move on. Uh, Remember the uh, Waukesha parade guy? I mean, he ran over, killed grandmas and children. Big story the night it happened. And then, oh, he's a black man. Oh, he's uh, not really a good representative of uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And that story didn't get near the following. Remember just a week or so ago, the driver who drove into a marching battalion of L.A. sheriff's deputies? Has that been on the news? Has that been all over the news? Have we, like, done deep dives into what this guy's politics are and all that? Oh, yes, the deep dives have been done, but he doesn't have any, you know, pro-conservative views on his social media. And so that story has vanished. Remember the kid? Where was it? Wyoming? I don't even know. I should know these things. Wyoming, Montana, Idaho was run over by a guy who was afraid of him because he was a conservative. Oh, man. Do you think that would have gotten any more play in the national media if that young man had been, uh, you know, like David Hogg, the uh, Parkland shooting activist? You think if he was run over by a guy wearing a MAGA hat, that would have been a big deal? Well, speaking of guys wearing MAGA hats, uh, remember how awful and terrible and newsworthy it was when Jussie Smollett got accosted by two MAGA hat-wearing guys in downtown Chicago? Because, as you and I both know, downtown Chicago is teeming with people wearing MAGA hats. At 2 a.m.? At 2 a.m. on the coldest night of the year. Oh, that story went away when we found out that that was all a hoax. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. Well, now that the details are out in the court filing by the Colorado shooter that he's non-binary and he uses they, them pronouns, mm, this won't be somebody from the hard right, hateful, evil, terrible extremist against LGBTQ people. It's a troubled, crazy person who, oh, if only we had red flag laws in Colorado. Oh, wait, we do have red flag laws in Colorado. Well, if only this guy had done something to tip people off, Mm, like, I don't know, threatened to bomb the house in which he's holding his family hostage. Yeah, like something like that. Oh, well, what do you know? The Daily Caller reports, Colorado Springs District Attorney Michael Allen failed to pursue formal charges against the suspect in the Saturday mass shooting in Colorado Springs. When, 10 years ago? Five years ago? Last year. After the man threatened to bomb his mother. Allen's office refused to answer why charges were not filed and claimed a public criminal record does not exist. Now, I've never thought about holding my family hostage and telling the cops that I had a bomb and I was going to blow the whole house up if they showed up. But I'm guessing if I did that, my own perception of it is that there would be a criminal record of it and it wouldn't be whitewashed and gone just a year later. But for some reason in Colorado where they have red flag laws, This was (laughs) memory hold right after it happened. Could it be that they didn't want to prosecute him because he was non-binary and they were afraid that they'd be be accused of a hate crime? I'm not saying. I'm just saying that explains it better than anything else I can come up with other than just sheer prosecutorial misconduct, which in a world where Merrick Garland is the 
head of the Department of Justice is always, of course, a possibility. <laughs> His mother called authorities on June 18th, 2021, accusing her son of threatening to harm her with a homemade bomb, multiple weapons, and ammunition, according to the El Paso, Colorado County Sheriff's Office. But the prosecutor, Mr. Allen, did not pursue formal charges in that case. Now, he says that a public criminal record of those events does not exist. That the record has been sealed. Look, here's the bottom line on this. Crazy people are going to do crazy things, and you cannot stop them. If you want to look at who's responsible, the left instantly jumped to, well, the far right is responsible. Donald Trump is responsible. Matt Walsh is responsible because he's trying to demonize transgender surgeries. Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire are responsible. You know who's responsible? The guy who did it. You know who else is responsible? Do you want to extrapolate out from the guy who did it? The family who, if they're not engaged enough with him to see, to see the warning signs, that's a failure. Local authorities. There are a lot of places you can go and jump off and investigate as to how much culpability they have in this deranged person's deranged behavior. But to jump to political pundits who never met him, and you have absolutely no idea if this person not only ever listened to the conservative commentators or the politicians you're blaming for this, you don't even know if he knows who they are. You don't even have a clue if he knows who they are. But you jump right to that because it advantages your position. And I hear all the time, oh, these these people at drag shows, and they're just, they're under so much danger. They're in so much danger. Well, then why don't they stop engaging in behavior that puts them in danger? I mean, if I don't take drugs, I don't drive drunk, I don't go into rough areas of town and insult people. I don't rob stores where the owner might be armed. Why do I not do that? A, because it's, you know, against my personal faith to do those things. But B, I don't like putting, I don't go to, I don't go to sporting events or concerts or eat in downtown Columbus anymore. Why? Not because I have any philosophical objection to doing any of those things, because I don't feel safe doing them. How many things do you not do because you don't feel safe doing them? So if drag performers are in grave danger inviting kids to drag shows, just stop inviting the kids. Was there a problem with drag shows in our country? Were they in the crosshairs of conservative commentators and moms for liberty and people like that when they were just performing for other perverts? I don't think so. I mean, I remember we had drag shows at, uh, on High Street back when I was in college. I didn't go, but they've been around forever. Nobody cared until they were indoctrinating kids. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.